Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's Dills, doing Disney. Oh, a couple of dudes, doing Disney, yeah. We're gonna watch some Disney movies, whether they're Disney or adjacent to that. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Valentine's Day is all around me. What? What? It's everywhere I go. That's right, Carl. It sure is. Lovebirds, welcome to another special Dudes Doing Disney Valentine's Day extravaganza. Two years in a row, we're two back, years, full of Woo. love and joy. I hope you guys are all still together, if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, full of holiday spirit here. Yep, it's of course it's, <laughs> of course it's Monday, the fourteenth of February. What does Woo. that mean? Not at the time of recording, mind you. No. Now try to wrap your heads around that. <laughs> But me and Kyle did just watch uh, Valentine's Day, the 2010 um, su- surprise smash hit ensemble uh, rom-com. Directed by none other than uh, Gary, Gary Marshall. Marshall. Yeah, the start of the day uh, universe there, which, of course, then well, went into New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, which you watched uh, a few weeks ago. I was a bit confused. So this actually made... This made New Year's Eve retroactively better because it explained lots of stuff that went on in New Year's Eve. Yeah, exactly. Eve. I think that was our first mistake watching the first film second. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, no, the second film first, you mean. But it's yeah. okay. I, uh, yeah. Um, but yes, no, are you feeling... By the way, are, yeah. <laughs> are you feeling full of love? Um, <laughs> you're right. Both ways did work. <laughs> this... <laughs> but are you feeling full of love and joy? How are you feeling? I'm feeling... Defeated this movie, bro. Was fucking. It was no good. It it was two hours and it felt like three. Yeah, but I did learn the true meaning of Valentine's Day, which is hot people shouldn't be alone mm. on Valentine's Day. I believe yes. Yeah, no one deserves to be smoking hot and alone on Valentine's no. Day. No, are you feeling the same though? We're we're both um, we feel pretty yeah. defeated after you, that. The listeners can't tell because we, we're coming in hot <laughs> with such enthusiasm. The past two hours have been pretty dire. I don't think I've had such a low mood in a little while. How and I had it... strip throat for a week. <laughs> <laughs> How did it feel so fucking long? Um, I, yeah. Was it just, were there more storylines than New Year's Eve? It just brought me down. None of them, was, I guess it was, be- maybe it was because none of them, like, I don't think there's enough time spent with any of them. Yeah, so maybe there was too much. And but none of them were as exciting as any of them in New Year's Eve, and I think New Year's Eve had more variety, right? Because yeah. like, because there's no true, true meaning of New Year's Eve, right? It's like yeah. it's what you make of it, you know. So there was like the bucket list, and there was the the big ball, and there was the the I can't remember anything else. But mm. then with this, they're all it's all just love, right? It's in the air, man. And like, my like and my 30, 30 minutes into the film, we're still being introduced to new characters. That like was nothing was progressing. 
It was it was ridiculous. I feel so defeated. I can't remember the last film I felt like this defeated afterwards. And like, did you watch then, Old a couple <laughs> of days ago? Let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um, the beach that makes you old. I mean, that was a romp for the first two thirds. It was hilarious. In the last third, I was just like, "Fuck, come on!" I wish we could talk about Old. Come on. There are two films I really wish you could talk about on the podcast, which is Old and Cats. Which is why this is a strictly D- Disney podcast. Damn it. <laughs> I'd kill to talk about cats. Well, and with that, shall we get into the plot rundown? Yes, I believe Enthusiastically. it. Enthusiastically. Yeah, Jackson, and I'm passing the mic over to you, because we do share a mic often, yeah. so I'm going to pass it straight over to you, and uh, you enjoy it. You, Thank you. Yeah, please, let's let's um, let's do it. All right, got it. Thank you. Okay. Oh, wait, can I just... I, okay, I, left, I left something on it. <laughs> Great. Okay, here it? we go. Here's the back. So we just have to change, um, what are these called? Like the little protectors, little wind protectors? Yeah. We've got to change those, COVID. COVID. Um, yeah, much like Love Actually and uh, New Year's Eve, star-studded cast, you know, uh, ensemble cast, uh, many stories spanning throughout a day. Um, and I'll give that for this film, that it, it felt more connected than New Year's Eve, and like there were some nice payoffs. But it was almost too much going on. All right, off the bat, who did we have? Uh, we opened with Ashton Kutcher, and he's engaged to Jessica Alba. He proposes to her. She, well, she doesn't actually say yes, but she hugs him. And was like, oh, my God, it feels like a yes, but she didn't actually say yes. So I don't know if I was reading into that too much, um, but it comes back later. Um, goes out, sees George Lopez. Uh, he, and Ashton Kutcher like, owns this florist shop. So like it's Valentine's Day. They're popping off. Business is good. And George, everyone's so surprised that she, as she said yes. Um, uh, uh, he's good friends with um, um, Jennifer Gardner, who's been seeing Patrick Dempsey, and he's like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta fly to San Francisco tonight, do some surgery. You know how it is. You know how it be." But then we see, you know, he's on the phone to her later, and he's like, oh, "I'm just pulling into the airport. I talk to you when I land." But he's pulling into a house. He lied. What? He lied. That damn dirty dog. He's married. He's got kids. He's been seeing Jennifer Garden on the side and she doesn't know. Mm-mm-mm. And there's also this kid who lives with his grandparents and uh, he really wants to get flowers for this girl he likes. Um, and then at the end, it was his teacher, Jennifer Gardner. Um, his babysitter is Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts, who's trying to have sex at lunchtime with her first, boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and then the their friends are Taylor Lautner and Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, who are dating yeah. and fully in love. Yeah, yeah, and they, yeah, they weren't in this movie much. No. They they didn't really have like a plot line of their own. Or, it was just they were pretty much just like the only couple that were like truly fully in love the whole time. Yeah, very superficially though. Mm. I but felt... then, yeah, but then they were getting interviewed by the news, and who works for the news? Jamie, Jamie Fox, obviously, and um. He wants to get the scope on this uh, fucking sports on the sports star. stars football player played by Eric Dane. You might know him as the dad from Euphoria or Multiple Man in X Men Three: The Last Stand. Um, also had a stint on ER with Patrick Dempsey. Uh, um, fuck, I'm waiting here, man. <laughs> There's so much to fucking. Patrick Dempsey comes into the florist to get flowers for his wife and for Jennifer Gardner. And, of course, Ashton Kutcher's friends with Jennifer Gardner. So he's like, uh, uh, what? Because, you know, he gives her the names. He's like, um, oh, yeah. So he tries to go tell her. Um, 
Although Jessica Alba was like, actually, I don't want to get married. Sorry. Um, she leaves him. Uh, he re- and th- there's an airport chase halfway through the film. Yeah, we We're thought, like, yeah. is this getting close to the end already? But no. No, rule one of rom-coms, the airport chase is at the end of the movie. Yeah, friends waited like 20 hours for the big airport chase. Good God. Not 20 hours. Oh, they're thinking, unless, unless they were trying to subvert expectations. Oh, to trick then audiences go, oh, look. Brilliant. Yeah, look, the movie's almost over. Actually, guess what? We're only 40 minutes in. <laughs> I think we're only 40 minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> it was so fucking much. ridiculous. Um, oh, I feel like there's more plot lines. Topher Kathy, Grace. Yeah, yeah. No, Kathy Bates no, was there for like not. two scenes. Yeah, but no, she's, look, she, she doesn't need to be there. This is just driving um, me crazy. We don't need to go this it's driving, depth, You're driving please. Miss Daisy? Yeah, Topher Grace has been seeing Anne Hathaway for like two weeks. But um, guess what? Anne Hathaway is actually a sex phone worker, and the whole day while she's trying to work her normal job and like live her life, she keeps answering the phone and doing like sexy voices and weird accents. And then, you know, Topher Grace finds her, you know, talking sexy into a phone, and then he's like, Oh, I just don't know if I can do this anymore. He's like, I used to be from like Missouri, yeah, Minnesota. He's like, I'm Minnesota. I don't think it was Minnesota. It was Minnesota. Okay. I'm, always, I'm always going to fact check you. Okay, Minnesota. And then I'm going to hold. Like, I'm the hold biggest thing. I, he was like, the most like risky thing I've ever done is leave Minnesota. And it's like, okay, so then they broke up. But then I guess he like loses. Well, lesson. he runs into. So remember the kid who's with the, the grandparents. Yeah, his grandparents are Judy Dench and uh, Alan Arkin. Um, she oh. The kid's okay. babysitter is Emma Roberts, so she mm. just tells the grandparents that like they wanted to have oh, yeah. her boyfriend to have sex at lunch, and um, you know it should be <laughs> should, should be special. No, it's you know, sex at lunch like, yeah, during lunch, and <laughs> yeah, and, you, uh, do, and, do, you, do you do mind if you leave the table? <laughs> me and my, me and my boyfriend will just go. <laughs> the granddad, you know. the granddad's like, oh, we've only had sex with one person, and the grandma's like, well, actually, so he leaves and he <laughs> goes he goes to an outdoor movie night, which they usually do all, every Valentine's Day. Um, but he goes by himself, and he runs into Topher Grace. Topher Grace lends him his ticket, and then the grandmother comes and they they make up, and that teaches Topher Grace a lesson. And then he goes and makes up with Anne Hathaway. Um, yeah, yeah, credits. Yeah. Oh no, Jessica okay, well, the, the, the best part of the film is Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Julia Roberts yeah. on the plane, and Julia Roberts is like coming back from war. And then uh, Bradley Cooper like sitting next to her, and then um, the twist. I can't yeah. believe they did a "Remember but Me" twist. Julie... <laughs> so the plane they were on. <laughs> Julie, so Julia Roberts is like to Bradley Cooper, "I'm coming to LA. You know, I'm taking like a 14 hour flight. I'm only gonna be there for like four hours to see the person I love, and then I have to fly back." And Bradley Cooper's like, "Oh my god, that's so meaningful." And he's like a real sweetie. He's a nice guy. Yeah, and then the big twist at the end is it turns out that Bradley Cooper is uh, in a relationship with the football player, the yeah. guy who's played by the Euphoria dad, the Euphoria daddy. And then, <laughs> Euphoria's um, daddy, yeah. And then Julia, uh, Julia Roberts, is, um, the the person that she loved, ends up being the the little boy, the one who wants to give flowers to Jennifer Gardner. It yeah. was a really sweet. It was, was the last twist. It was yeah. the last moment of the film. Oh, and I guess the la- also Ashton Kutcher and... Jennifer Gardner end up like because they're best friends and they kiss at the end. And I'm not sure if they're like in love. But after they're like that. That, that was weird. It was awkward. They said, yeah. "Um, and George Lopez <sighs> is in it." Yeah. Okay. No one's following. <laughs> this is just too much. And that's way too much. Movie credits. That's Valentine's so, Day. So Jackson, did you enjoy it? Let's first off the bat, off the chest, did you enjoy it? This sucked so much. My favorite part was um the first blooper, 
uh, was Bradley Cooper sitting next to Julia Roberts on the plane. Um, he asked her if she's on Facebook. She's like, sorry, I can't hear out of this ear. So he like goes around her. He leans over <laughs> to, her. To, to talk in her other ear. Um, great, great improv there by Bradley Cooper. Gotcha. No, there's another bit. That, there was a bit that like you oh. literally rolled oh. off the couch. And oh. It was so funny. It was so what ridiculous. Was, it? was, was that Lionel Ashton Kachet? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Jackson this was, was good. Like, this was good. From laughter. Oh, fuck. I had a good I, like, giggle. I don't think I've ever heard him laugh so much. Jack, he was, the kid, um, the kid, go. Oh, so no, look, you're not gonna no, 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 no. There's so much context. This, the the football player crashes into George Lopez's van, who's delivering all the flowers. And then like the doors fall off and everything gets ruined. So the kid doesn't get his flowers to the teacher. So he leaves his babysitter and hones down to uh, the florist. And Ashton Kutch is like, all right, kid, let's see what we can do. And he takes him out. And then like, he they takes run- him out. Yeah, he, well, he chucks him in the van. It's not how it sounds at all. And they go to find um, the teacher, which also, also happens to be Ashton Kutch's friend. So it all ties together nicely. And uh, Emma Roberts runs into them. The ba- she's the babysitter of this kid. And um, she goes to Ashton Kutcher, I'm his babysitter. He's like, well, I'm his florist. I thought that was pretty funny. That's the joke, listener. Yeah. There's a lot of context for like, fucking... But to be fair, we had been watching a movie for about 90 minutes at this point, so we were delirious. Well, it felt so much longer. Yeah. All my notes are from the first probably like half an hour. Do I sound as defeated as I think I do? No. Didn't? No, you're <laughs> full of life. <laughs> yeah. That joke really has picked you back up. I, uh... Uh, there was a joke that made me laugh. A joke that made me laugh. It was when uh, the little boy went to go buy the flowers, but, and then Aston Kutcher was kind of like not taking him seriously, you know, because he's a little kid buying flowers. And then he walks away, and he comes back, and he goes, "Can I have the receipt, please?" And then Aston Kutcher was like, "Oh, <laughs> did you get audited?" <laughs> he was like, "They into me last year. They come after all the good guys." <laughs> yeah. And that made me laugh just because it was like a five-year-old. What kid. was Gary Marshall trying to say there? Yeah. What did he mean? What did he mean? Well, a $52 million budget for this, I mean, that had, surely had to just be, like, the cast alone. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, again, just like New Year's Eve, this movie had an insane cast. Jackson, let's start, let's go. Instantly, first, Steve firstly, Buscemi. Steve Buscemi was there. Ray Romano was in the car, he yelling out. He did make out. a little caveat at the start. That was, that was pretty out of Helen it. Helen Mirren. Brad Whitford. Liam Neeson. Haley Joel Osment. Machete was back. <laughs> Andrew Garfield was Andrew back. Andrew Garfield okay. was... I mean, he wasn't even back. He just came for the first time. He, the budget was too small for him to show up again in New Year's Eve. But no, he showed up in this one. That was cool. Yeah. It was a real, real, uh, real surprise, a real uh, treat. Real humdinger. You... Well, um, Dustin Hoffman was an interesting addition. That was interesting. I wasn't sure what they were going for with the character. I liked Bill Murray kind of coming in at the end. Yeah. Was it... And Jimmy Fallon, was this before he was on Tonight Show? I think, well, this is like his, his post, pre-Tonight Show post. Post now, now, like, yeah. in that middle bit, trying to find... You but know. he was still doing his, like, wacky sort. I really didn't... I don't know, but James Corden showing up. But that was before before his time. That was ahead of the time, really, because he shows Back up Back when he was the love, of the, the love of everyone's life. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are more people, but I mean, Jesus. Oh, it's too many, too many to recount. Might as well do a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Grant showing up. That oh, was a he surprise. Did. And um, yeah, I guess that Nathan was Lane. One. Nathan Lane. Nathan Fielder. <laughs> uh, um, I like. I don't know who the actor was. They got to play JFK, but that was interesting. Um, sort of CG and JFK's face over this person to like bring him back to life. It was the first use of deep fake technology. That's what yeah. they used it for. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then the ghost of Anakin Skywalker showing up. I think there might have been like a crossover of like footage that they accidentally used because that was really strange. At the end when they kind of like all hugged and then he kind of like was nodding in the background. <laughs> so I was like, it was weird. Who got Queen Latifah? <laughs> she was, yeah, she was great in it. Yeah. That's kind of everyone. Oh, Larry Muller? Oh, yeah. Larry David? <laughs> and uh, Dax Shepard coming in at the end there. Hmm. As his character from Chips. <laughs> this is a prequel to Chips. Michael what Pena a also. fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so $52 million budget. Huge. And um, I, I mean, I guess it's a bit of an IMDb trivia, but uh, getting ahead of myself here. But uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts got $3 million for this film. That's $11,952 per word. Also at 3%... Um, Taking, of uh, the taking box off the box office. office. So ended up with $10 million overall. And a worldwide uh, gross of $216 million. I mean, is, is that a success? Yes. I think so, yeah. Because don't you add, don't you like double it for marketing? Yeah, so probably $100 million Which is a success. Up. So they made they made money back. But doesn't that just depress you deeply? Well, I was having a look through, I was crunching the numbers, and New Zealand contributed five hundred, just over $500,000 to this film. Opening weekend. Just opening weekend? Yeah. Jesus. There's nothing else on. Mm. Unless, surely they must have released it around Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, they were, right. So, like, a lot of people would have been hitting that, like... Hitting that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Deadpool was such a game changer when they released on Valentine's Day in 2016. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Brilliant. They were doing like advertising to like trick people into thinking it was a love, yeah, like a love film. That's brilliant. Mm. I love that. Big fan of that. Well, any we kind of got through the um, plot. If you could that's follow probably, it, that's half of any, my notes. Do you have yeah? Do you have any uh, notes on the film? Any takeaways? Any takeaways? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I don't think so. Um. Doesn't oh okay. Hey, has this inspired you, you for Valentine's Day? Are you taking oh, it's Alex, right? Mm. Are you going to be taking her out? Is this is giving you any I'm, ideas? Actually, this actually is a good question because I was thinking because I would then go back to you. Do you have any Valentine's Day plans? And I do, but unfortunately for for her, not with my um, girlfriend uh, Alex, it is with Milady Pfizer. Yes, that's right. You hear it here first. I'm getting my booster shot on February 14th. Are you actually? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing I love more than getting immunized. That's brilliant. It's quite yeah. beautiful. Thanks. But you what? you guys didn't want to like go get the the booster shot together. Uh, no, it's because um uh, she didn't get she is she's heavily anti vaxxed We kinda, make it work. <laughs> it's kind of beautiful, despite your um you know political views. That you guys can yeah, exactly. you know put that aside and still mm. love each other for like who you are. Yeah, exactly. Mm. But no, the, the true answer is she got her um second vax on um on the super super sunday well wow, and what a, what a good time to get it yeah exactly yeah. you know she was be part of the moment which i yeah, part of the movement wasn't part of the movement yeah. um in which i wasn't and i think that date like pushes on so she can't get it the same day as me because it'll be illegal interesting i wonder because uh, we mentioned on new year's eve that um there's rumors the film commissioner looking at doing a, a day universe like a waitangi day film anzac day film labor day film so on and so forth mm. um queen's birthday weekend day film yeah <laughs> but they're also looking at uh, another spin-off and this is sort of getting out of hand now um 
and uh, you can already see like people who are anti-vaxxers and stuff are just going to think you know that they're trying to force this message down there pretty much they're, they're looking at doing a super saturday film Super Saturday Day. Yeah, Super yeah. Saturday but Day. But I hope it's not going to be a film. It's going to be like a TV, you know, like a 10-part miniseries. Kind of oh, like kind of like WandaVision and that. Break it down a bit more like mm. an HBO. Yeah, because you really need to care about the characters. Yeah. They're really going prestige drama with this yeah. one. Yeah, brilliant. Mm. Yeah, that's really cool. I think, what were the other ones that New Zealand was making? Clive, we saw, we saw the leaked um, production list. Yeah. I remember... So, um, Oh, and they're going to be doing like a Matariki Day? Matariki Day, yeah. That'll be good. I just hope they got the right creatives on board. That's you the know, thing, right? Yeah, the unique it, it voices. It all depends. Same with, um, yeah, Waitangi Day. We couldn't Epic tell Day. that story. No, we couldn't. No matter how We've many tried. pitches. <laughs> we, we were giving pitches, let me tell you. But no, Which but is funny that after we pitched it, you know, six months later, we hear it's in development mm. and we're not attached. Exactly. Strange. Stranger and stranger. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to break down. Oh, Election Day was a good one. <laughs> Rubbish Day? <laughs> Rubbish Day. It all, it all takes place in a cul-de-sac the night oh. before the rubbish goes out. That's actually... We'll Brilliant. Cut, we'll cut that, because that could be a good skit. Yeah, we'll... <laughs> No one steal this idea. Yeah. The trademark of Dude's Doing Disney please Production. Don't. If I forget to cut this out, please don't steal mm. <laughs> Please, we're begging you. Rubbish day. Oh, fuck, man. You I don't know the true meaning of rubbish day. <laughs> what do you mean you mix your recycling? <laughs> you know, they don't take number five. <laughs> I've run out of council rubbish bags <laughs> and <laughs> countdown's closed. <laughs> what am I going to do? I don't have sixteen dollars. I get paid tomorrow. God, there could be some good stuff in this. Good. We'll cut. We'll cut all the. We're gonna cut all this we'll out. Film this. This is good. Yeah. This is great stuff. Consider this like the the audio proof of concept, like a radio play. Yeah. Oh, that's good. We oh. should do. We should do like a radio play kind of thing. We should do some like audio movie skits. That's a good idea. <laughs> we can put them in the middle of these episodes. Yeah. We're completely off the movie now. Now we're just like. Riffing. Good. <laughs> Good. I don't want to go. Want. I don't want to get back to them. I'm just trying to think of other New Zealand don't make days. Me go back. Don't make me go back. Tuesday. <laughs> would you watch? A, honestly, would you watch a film called Tuesday? Yeah, but, uh, they could be clever with it with the title, and it could be like like the the Two. theme. The theme of the movie's choice. So Tuesday, right? Like Sophie's choice. Or, the, or it's about a chef who cooks a steak too rare. Well, it's just the theme. <laughs> it's all about choose. <laughs> ah, well, this is fun. Hope you're enjoying it out there. I'm having a romp, to be honest. I'm like, I feel like we're in a good spot right now. Yeah, no. It's been silly. <laughs> we're in it's a good spot. silly, man. Do you have anything else on this film? Um, yes, of course. Um, um, our favourite segment. Look, we we um, we haven't used this recently, but uh, what's? I swear the... to God, if you say Chad's corner, no, 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 they'll be that. <laughs> don't spoil my ideas. But uh, no, the it's um, first. Uh, we need to do uh, what's the year? 
Oh, finally bringing it back. Bringing it back. Um, of course, the last one we did was uh, that you will have heard was seventeen again, where Jackson professed, um, confessed and professed that he doesn't like Taylor Swift. Um, um, did but I say that on record? Did. Is that no, on record? Yes, it is on record. Oh. Um, so all the Swifties are going to come after us. Damn, just but, like Gyllenhaal. Just like Gyllenhaal. <laughs> However, what's the year? This film is set, of course, in 2010. And what happened in 2010? Yes, that's right. Taylor Swift starred in Gary Marshall's hit film, <laughs> Valentine's Day. And I've got some fun facts about um, about that. As uh, all the Swifties will notice in the film, when you first see her, she's got 13 written in vivid on her hand. And when I saw that, I was like, ah, oh, I'm pretty sure that's um, what she does like in concerts and stuff, or at least she used to do, because I remember seeing photos of of like her back back then and also fans writing 13 and vivid on her hand and i googled was it was she like 13 when she made it no uh, no no 13's her lucky number and so uh, before concerts she would write 13 on her hand and i just thought it was actually really cool that um that she like kind of dropped that in as an easter egg in um in the film i thought that was really cool and not only that they even said her character's uh lucky number was 13 because she got <laughs> taylor lautner her boyfriend's um like a jersey with the number 13 on the back. And she said, oh, it's your lucky number. She said, well, it's your lucky number, which it is. Interesting. I wonder if she had to press uh, Gary Marshall pretty hard for it to be 13. Like, mm. I wonder if he had his heart set on a different number. Yeah. If he was like, sure, whatever. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just ch- cashing a check. I'm just cashing a check. <laughs> my yeah. true pa- I'm just making this. I can go make a New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my heart lies. Like, look, Gary, we like the idea for New Year's Eve, but we just feel like it's too big. You need to start smaller, something more sweet. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Humble look, come on, when you see you forget, get some money, when you see how much money it's going to make in the New Zealand market opening look, we'll, weekend. We'll give you $52 million. Is yeah. that, you know? That's okay. Yeah, chump change. Come on. You just go fucking make that film and fucking get back to us. Who fuck? That's, oh, no wonder they had um 52 cast members. Oh, because it was a million dollars each. Yeah. Yeah, because there was no, because the rest of the production, there was nothing. <laughs> it was all just an empty room. It was filmed on cell phone cameras. <laughs> <laughs> it was edited using iMovie. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but, um, I, but I made, I made no notes. I made. Oh, that's okay. Because we've I got tried, another segment. Well, I just, I tried to write down, because I knew there'd be a lot of plot points and characters. I tried writing them down and mm. I gave up after the third one. So I wrote down Ashton Kutcher. Florist engaged to Jessica Alba, Dempsey, Doctor with Gardner, Jamie Foxx, sports presenter, and that's when I stopped. And then I wrote down the budget. (laughs) (laughs) After the film ended. (laughs) uh, I wrote, uh, if he said it, it must be true. He's a florist. And that's what Jamie Foxx said about uh, Uh, Ashton Kutcher. That was a good line. That That was was a good good line. line. I feel like Jamie Foxx was cashing a check. He seemed like... Absolutely. He He did not get less. He he seemed like he felt out of place like mm. it's like what am I doing here both um, I, I mentioned this when we watched it um, Topher Grace he got um, he was caught... he got a, a Golden Globe nomination for this did he? I thought that's what you were going to sorry carry on oh no no he was um, I mean the film there there was I guess the only thing that didn't doesn't really hold, oh no there was some racial stuff that didn't really hold up and then also you know the, the classic uh, using gay as an insult which doesn't fly at all anymore um, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like a joke. Oh, that's funny because uh, and Topher Grace was called gay in his very first scene, and then in the next scene, he got called a sister lover because he's from um, Minnesota. He's not from Minnesota. I swear it was Minnesota. It's not Minnesota. <laughs> you got to cut that out when you're like so adamant Minnesota, about it. Maybe Minnesota. Pretty sure it's like Tennessee or something. How was the name? Was it like Indiana or something? Indianapolis. 
don't know. But yeah, he <laughs> was instead, yeah. So in the first we'll two know. scenes, we'll never know. Never, never got to watch this again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he, um, yeah, so that was strange. It really set him up as kind of like, oh, that's weird that no one likes this guy apart from mm. Anne Hathaway, I guess. Punching. Punching. Um, it's weird how a movie can drain you. Oh, I was completely wiped. I remember, like, I think it was like half an hour left. You ended up, like, sitting on the edge of the couch with, like, your hands on your head and, like, your legs shaking. Oh, like, I was oh, rocking. We're almost, we're almost there, Kyle. We're almost but there. it's crazy that that happens to, like, a two-hour film. Like, that was 90 minutes in. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I was doing that during um, Eternals, and I saw it in the theatre, and fuck. But that's, like, almost three hours long. So, I mean, it you does. know, like, even a good movie sometimes, when, you know, it can be, like, draining When is it going to stop? You know? When when's, the hell is it going to stop? When's what going to stop? Hollywood. Big Hollywood know. making big, long movies. Yeah, I know. Well, speaking of, we've got a segment with a long tail. That's right. It's the segment that we use the most. You know, everyone still likes it. It's Chad's Corner. Yes, that's Fuck right. Off. It's <laughs> IMDb <laughs> <No>. Trivia. <laughs> Everybody, welcome back to IMDb Trivia. You're here with Jackson and Kyle. You've just watched Valentine's Day. And boy, do they have some trivia for you about this film. Uh, I know you're probably all itching to hear it. I say pandering as I pull it up. Well... <sighs> Not a lot of, not a lot of, not a lot of real interesting trivia on this one, Kyle. I have to say, there's a lot of um, actors who turned it down <laughs> quite smartly, and and a lot of the trivia is just saying the movies that some of these actors acted in together. Um, right. But Sandra Bullock turned down uh, Julia Roberts' role in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. There's a there's a uh, fuck. What do you call it? A reference uh, to. Uh, Pretty Woman, a film Julia Roberts uh, was in, but that was in the credits. That was in the bloopers. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really trivia, though. This this features one of the largest ensemble casts in Hollywood history. I wonder if that was just at the time. Has there really been anything like this since? Movie 43. Uh, What year was that? 11? Oh, no, 12. Okay. Imagine it was 12-ish. Yeah. The second biggest opening for a romantic comedy, just behind Sex in the City. Fifty-seven million dollars. Well, that makes sense because Six and the City, of course, is a um, a existing franchise, of course. Mm. So that brings in. The... Here's here's a question for you off that. Do you? I feel like you don't see as many like rom coms going to the cinema anymore. Like they used to be kind of like blockbuster movies as well, mm. you know. But because yep. they're a lot more low key than like you know your big action set piece films, they seem to be going. To just straight to streaming yeah. a lot more, eh? Yeah. Even ones that do have big name actors and stuff. Yeah, which is great. I guess the last big one would have been Crazy Rich Asians. True. Would True. Have been it? True. I mean, they, yeah, I suppose, like, this is a specific type of rom com. Yeah, oh, you know exactly. Like, I mean? cheesy sort of. Like, I yeah. guess Crazy Rich Asians isn't, like, cheesy, right? It's yeah. just, like, yeah, it's very good. And it's, it's shot. Mm. Sort of like t- TV as well, you know. That's what these movies are like. Yeah, the yeah. second this movie starts, you're like, oh no, this is like, this should have been. This is it, what you watch on TV too at like eight thirty on a Saturday. Yeah, because I was gonna say, like, I haven't seen it yet. I know you're a big fan of Licorice Pizza. I mean, that seems to be Love like it. it's gonna be a bit of a, a rom com in a way. I've seen it twice in the past three days. Um, it's not rom com. Right. No, it's a slice of life film. So there it's not. Go. It's not a rom com. It's, it's a very funny. Um, I was very disappointed the second time I watched it. Uh, the audience didn't really laugh, huh. which made lots of the humour just kind of fall flat, unfortunately. But when I saw it for the first time, it um, it rocked, and everyone was laughing the whole time. 
Well, there we go. Fun facts. So, uh, Speaking of fun facts, oh, I've got some more trivia here for you. Jamie Foxx recorded a song for the film called oh, yeah. Quit Your Job. And although it's featured in the film, the song never made it onto the soundtrack album because of its profane lyrics. Well, there you go. Um, look, shit, that's, that's really it, to be honest. The rest right. is just all a bunch of hullabaloo. Well, should we do our other favourite segment? Oh, yeah. Chair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, reviews. <laughs> yeah, we've got some good reviews here, everyone. The guitar, um, we, should, we should do more jingles. Okay, I'll songs. give the guitar. This oh. will be more exciting. Fuck. I'll, yeah. um, I'll do pad some. It, pad, pad, course, for time, um, pad for time. Well, um, oh, ah! Jesus Christ. Jackson fucking just whacked me in the face. <laughs> he went to walk away and he forgot his headphones were on it's almost destroyed the whole setup um, classic Jackson if you know him like I do uh, he's very um, clumsy a real piece of shit that's what I was going to say great um, so this is um, original by Jackson and Kyle this is Reviews there we go. Reviews lovely welcome back hope you like that because you'll be hearing us a lot more um <laughs> This is review. This review says Taylor Swift was robbed of her Oscar, and it got four hundred and thirty-eight likes. Now I'm not sure if this is ironic because I love Taylor Swift, but she was not a very good actor in most of this. Mm, I'd agree with you. But on that. to be fair, the, yeah. I think my biggest laugh oh, of the film, yeah. was when she was getting interviewed by the news reporter, and they said, "Oh, so what do you do?" She's like, oh, "I'm a dancer," and then she's like. And then they're like, oh, wow, like, can you dance? And she's like, sure. And then she's like, five, six, seven, eight. And then she just starts, like, just completely just crazily dancing. And, like, no one, there's no music or anything. just kind of keeps going. And then they're like, oh, okay, like, yeah, nice. And then he's like, oh, like, what does your boyfriend do? She's like, oh, he's super athletic. You should see him. Go, be athletic. And then he just kind of, like, starts doing backflips and <laughs> starts doing hurdles and trips over. And then she, and then he goes, oh, well, that's nice. Like, she's athletic. Oh, she's a dancer. You know, you're athletic. That's so cool. And then she like starts. I can't forget. I can't remember what he said. But then she like starts dancing again, and that really made me laugh. Like, no, we don't need it. Okay. Yeah, but no, that really. Oh, and me. they kissed, and then the guy was like, oh, "I miss high school." Yeah, that was really gross. Yeah. Um. Mm. Yeah. Um. Here's another good one. Um. Five stars. Um. Nothing but respect for my rom com Avengers. They really did it first. Mm. They really did it first. Yep. Um, Bradley Cooper showing up and surprising his boyfriend invented gay rights and that's that on that alright can't disagree with that I don't think we can have an opinion on that no. uh, tag yourself tag yourself I'm the flight attendant that turns to look at Bradley Cooper every five seconds or less fair enough that's fair enough he's a good looking man um, is Patrick Dempsey physically incapable of playing non-doctor roles yeah, true. That's true. And he's always ended up being kind of douchebag characters as well. Yeah, I'm not sure if I've ever seen him not uh, a doctor. Um, Love Actually's sexier younger sister. That was definitely written by an American. Yeah, yeah. This is not the uh, sexier younger did sister. Did see Scream 3, Detective. Oh, there we go. He's um, great in there as well, even though it's the worst Scream. Yeah. Um, I wish I knew Love like Taylor and Taylor. Mm. They were the only relationship in the whole film that did, was just in love. And do you think out of all of Taylor Swift's relationships that that was the most solid? Look, I'm not going to make an opinion on that. Fair enough. No, she's been with her, with her current like um, lover for the past like four years. Oh, true. Since she released yes. the album Lover. True. So that's like since 2017. I oh, so the music's just been positive since then? Um, 
Look, we don't need to get into Taylor Swift uh, right now. Um, but it's, I mean, Lover was a very positive. Uh, Where my Swifties at? Yeah. <laughs> Where my Swifties at? <laughs> Lover was a very positive um, uh, uh, album, yes. But then she, mm. of course, during COVID, she released oh. Folklore and oh. uh, Evermore, oh. which were her two like folky, sort of more quiet, subdued. Of course, albums. Yeah. but they weren't written about personally. They were written about like fictional characters. Interesting. You know? So she, I'm sure her next album's gonna be like happy again you know or she'll find a nice middle ground looking forward to it who knows i let's continue i unironically love this movie sorry for having taste now this person says this but they only raise it three and a half stars how can you love a film but they only give it three and a half stars yeah interesting it's very like middle of the road that's strange or maybe they're like critical like, i love this film but it's not great yeah because i mean three's over half so it's yeah, pretty that's positive true. but yeah um. Oh, here we go. This is just exactly what your, your girlfriend was saying. Hello. Um. Hello. Thinking about how this movie led to the creation of the masterpiece that is Back to December by Taylor Swift, because of course after this film, Taylor Swift was dating Taylor Lautner. Mm. They famously broke up, and then she ended up writing Back to December about the song, because famously Valentine's Day happens in December. <laughs> so she's like, "Take me back to December when I was, you know." Back in when I was dancing in front of the news. Too right. Next one. <laughs> Take a shot any time you read a famous person's name in the opening sequence and you'll be drunk enough to enjoy this movie. Maybe that would have been the way to approach this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe next time. I love those bad films. Maybe the bad ones are the ones Do we should shots. get fucked up for. Yeah. But, last review. Hey That's a goodie. Bah, 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 bah. Do we have a um, jingle for the last uh, review? I'll just put like a little drum roll in. Okay, great. <laughs> Passionless missionary that lasts two hours and five minutes. One star. Like you said again. <clears throat> drum roll, please. Quiet in the back. <laughs> Passionless missionary that lasts two hours and five minutes. Passionless missionary. Yeah. Do you need to wrap your head around it? No, Do you need me to explain it to you? or <laughs> What do you mean? That is a good way to describe this film. Yeah, there was yeah. no really passion. It was all very subdued. I don't really believe that anyone was in love. This film was very... Apart from Bradley Cooper, because he was always smiling. He was full of... He was sweet. He made me happy every time I saw him in this. He was, a, he was, he was my ray of sunshine in this film. Just like Michelle Pfeiffer and Zac Efron, Bradley Cooper was my shining light for this film. He, was, he fucking rocked. Most movies I've seen, like, recently, have all had Bradley Cooper. I saw Nightmare Alley. Mm. I saw Licorice Pizza twice. Mm. I'm really looking forward to both of those. Well... Get out and see them if you can. Sick of seeing Spider-Man No Way Home for the yeah. eighth time. <laughs> Why not check out Licorice Pizza or Nightmare Alley? This episode is sponsored by Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home. <laughs> no Way Home. No Way Home. No, yeah, the, 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 re the Blu-ray re-release of Far From Home. <laughs> yeah, that's going back out. Um, what else is there to say? I've got nothing. I mean, we could end, please, with. <laughs> look, you you keep pushing off, but we can't deny that Corbin Blue was in this movie, and he was wearing t-shirts that I had words bit. on it. I hate this bit. I hate this bit. <laughs> Let this bit die. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Kyle. I did like his shirt. Look, I just want to say I really liked his shirt that said Valentine's Bay. 
But it wasn't like Bay, like B A E. It was Bay, like B A Y, because he was a lifeguard at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, summer's day. It all takes place at a beach. That's not bad. That makes them old, but it's a rom com. <gasps> We need, a Wellington, we need a Wellington actress to play someone in that film. <laughs> oh, Wellington Anniversary Day? Yeah, I thought, I thought that before as well. And then the sequel, obviously... Um, Auckland Anniversary Day? I was going to say Wairapa Anniversary Day, but that's fine. Oh, is that we'll work our way up the country. Well, yeah, everyone's got their own anniversary day. I guess. Do you think the middle of New Zealand are like, you know what, I really just want a day off, so I'm going to move to either Wellington or Auckland, like another day off in January. Is that an official holiday? Do we get it off? What, Wellington Anniversary? Yeah. Yes. What a trace. Yeah, I don't work on Monday. Well, it's got to be in the um, Holiday Expanded Universe then. Yeah, throw it in. Come on, Gary Marshall. <laughs> Come back. Uh, from the dead. <laughs> Wellington Anniversary's calling. All right, if you had to pick... Do you know many New Zealand filmmakers? Yes. If you had to pick one to make one of these day films, who would it be in like, which, which, which day? I... Oh, that's such a good... Question. <laughs> I mean, oh, we could see. Well, I mean, what were you gonna say? Martin Campbell for Anzac Day. Mm, okay. Just because he's done, he did a few of the uh, uh, James Bond movies. I, did, oh, of course. I think he did Mask of Zorro and he did Green Lantern. So man does knows action. Oh, he does. Anzac okay. Day be full of action. Oh no! Why did you do like we could do Peter Jackson Anzac Day and it like does oh, yeah, yeah, flash, yeah. but it does flashbacks. To the day. Fitting. To not the day, but does flashbacks to, you know, glimmerly. So you got a storyline going in the past and a storyline in the yeah. future. Maybe it could be like the grandfather fighting for his life so like his grandson can have all these freedoms. And then as it comes into the present time, it's his grandson just like being a little bitch and not being able to like tell mm. a girl that he likes her or something. Yeah, that, yeah, it could be a take on it. Like I died a, for a this. A take against, uh, yeah. Yeah, it could be, a, yeah. That could be good. Okay, I'm into that. Sure. Mm, Taika sure. Waititi for Waitangi Day, naturally. Naturally. Yeah, exactly. That kind of, he's, he would do it um, justice, I reckon. You know, it's tough. Um, Yeah, me and Jackson can't take it on. No, no subject matter. matter. How many times we tried. <laughs> They're running with the idea, apparently. <laughs> um, uh. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, we get, have to thank the sponsor for this week. It's the New Zealand Film Commission. Um, look, They're looking to raise funds for the, uh, the development of Waitangi Day. Uh, if you'd like to see that film franchise take off, um, have a look on their website. We'll leave a link in the description of this podcast episode. Yep. Please donate. Don't forget. And have a great Valentine's Day. Yeah, I know you've got to be listening to do this something, on Valentine's Day. Do something sweet. Do something fun. Do something different. Get your vaccine. Yeah, get a booster shot with your yeah. loved one. This Valentine's Day. On us. On us. Tell yeah, them we've seen you. Look. Tell them your, your favourite mates, your favourite paid podcasters are, 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 are supporting the... Um, those are official I, think they'll, I think they'll give you 10% off as well. They'll give, they will give if you 10% off. And they'll put, they'll put in a couple less microchips just so you've got a better <laughs> chance of uh, walking past the microwave without frying. <laughs> no guarantees. That's it for us. See you next week. Um, what's the song? Sing Taylor Swift. <laughs> no, I didn't know that song from Taylor Swift. Hey. I said, yes. what about... Breakfast on Valentine's Day, you said I think I <laughs> remembered the day. The film. And if I recall, I think we both kind of like Valentine's Day. And I said, what about, oh, that's one thing we've got. <laughs>
<laughs> Thanks for listening to Dudes Doing Disney. Dudes Doing Disney is a Dudes Doing Disney Incorporated production. <laughs> Sponsored by Lewis's Pickleball. Stuck with things to do this Valentine's Day? Consider listening to Dudes Doing Disney. <laughs> I do recaps of your favourite things and make sure some jokes along the way. Do you remember H2A when you were a kid? Well, so do they. And they've got some things to say about <laughs> So, are you doing after this? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>